bam, we are live. And we'll give it a few minutes because they're probably not, I don't think we'll have a whole lot live because we've been irregular right. so because with everything going on. But um, for those just joining us or going to join us, we're going to do session three of Mr. Cecil Raymer's, uh, I guess you call it a safety class. Yeah, just seminar. a seminar. Something. Uh, helping you guys be aware of your surroundings and how to, for personal safety. We've, we've, we've talked about uh, gun safety. We've talked about personal safety. We talked about awareness. I'm not sure what he has for us. There's somebody logging on, but tonight, but I know it'll be good and useful. That's the point. Yeah. And look, look who's hanging out in the studio. Wait a minute. Let me flip this around. These two clowns over here. These guys. What's up, guys? There he is. Martin, he thinks it's a gun show tonight. <laughs> Barry doesn't really know what's going on. We're just hanging out. And we don't know what's going on either. So we're gonna give it a we're gonna give it about another it's a Wednesday live. minute or two. It's a Wednesday live. Most we'll give it another minute. Wednesday. Who's on there? Who goes there? <laughs> There's Cecil. He's not quite ready, but you're getting close. And close. He's always ready. So while we're here, you can look around the inside of the studio here. Christina did this a long time ago. I don't know how many of you guys have actually seen this. Some have, some haven't. Rex made that on a license plate, which I think is super cool. He yeah, made two of those. This is, did you get one? No. So oh. in his garage. So let's get into it. Doesn't look like any. So this will be one of those things people will watch at a later time. Yeah. <clears throat> so here we are. We're at session two um, of this. I'm sorry, session three of this safety seminar. Okay. First thing that I want to do is I want to thank Rich Belcher. Rich helped me with this, and Rich is a retired police officer. So when we started putting this together, I relied on Rich for a, a, a good portion of my resource. You know, everything we tried to do here is tied back to the Bible somewhere. And today we're going to talk about parking lot and driving safety. Um. In 1 Peter 5, 8, it says, Be, uh, be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Make your habits so you can resist them. Okay. Don't put yourself in a situation where you're going to allow him to do something you don't want to do or you don't want to have done. As I said before in one of the earlier sessions, there's about 4,500 acts a violence committed each year on parking lots. Be aware of what's going on around you. Park in well-lit areas. So, Cecil, would you, would you say it's fair to say, without being paranoid, that parking lots, be it grocery stores, department stores, can be a, a quasi-hot zone? Yeah. For, okay. So you need to be aware. Yeah. And okay. in church work, honestly, parking lot attendants are a, a good portion of what you need because... People that are working parking lots can, you know, they're the first line. You see somebody walking in, doing something, somebody with a chip on the shoulder, you can slow them down and make anybody else on the safety team aware of what is going on. In, in businesses, you don't have that luxury of having somebody on the parking lot. That's just somebody getting carts. And you just, it's different. You get in the outside world, you don't have some of the safety Things that you can uh, use in a church. And I'm going to say this. I'm going to brag on you a little bit because there was a fellow that came in and obviously Misfits for Jesus is open to anybody, mm -hmm. age, race, gender. We we love everybody, right? But I, I think it was cool because there was a fellow that came in and he looked a little bit, 
A little sketchy. Uh, a little sketchy. And I saw you with grace, love, respect, all the things we're called to do. But keep your eye on him and just kind of, you knew where he was at all times. And I'm assuming that you informed the team. Yeah. you know, but I thought you handled it really well. And I think it's unfortunate we even have to think like that. But it's nice to have some people on staff that will take care of us. And, you know, we have to take measures to make sure people here are safe while keeping the doors open for anybody that wants to come in. Right. You know, this is a church. We want people to come in here and worship God. And if they don't know about Christ, let's teach them. But they got to be inside the door to do that. Right. And we got to make it inviting yet safe. Um, if you're worried about your safety when you leave a store, go to the manager and tell them how you feel that you want an escort to your vehicle. And, you know, your personal safety, your intuition may be one of the biggest benefits you have. Mm. Again, once you're inside your car, lock the doors as soon as you can. Don't roll your window down for anybody. I don't care who it is. Don't roll your window down. And you want to get out of there as fast as you can. Get on the road traveling. Don't sit there in the parking lot and, and you know wait for something to come to you. Get your stuff in your car. Drive off. I've seen that happen a lot, just observing people. Like they'll pull up, they'll shut the car off, and it seems like it takes them five minutes to get out of the vehicle. Yeah. Not a good thing. Have your stuff ready, yeah. exit the vehicle, do your business, get in your car, drive the key, and go. That's you what know, I'm saying. In the last, it's not as bad as it is in the city, but out here, well, I know in Winsville, they're averaging about four or five carjackings a year now. And it's going off parking lots. The first one I ever heard of was on Walmart parking lot in Winsville. And, you know, luckily they found the, it was kids, and they were all joyriding. Luckily they found them. Okay. Um, when you're driving around, you stop for a traffic light or stop sign. You need the car length or two in front of you if you can. That way you can see, you don't get yourself boxed in. If somebody comes in and, and they want, want to try to carjack you, you know, if you are boxed in, you have no way out. Sorry. You're, there's not, not a lot you can do. So what, three, four, five, six feet? Yeah, something like this. You can see the wheels on the car in front of you move. Okay. And if you're in, in <laughs> like in the city and you've got three lanes of traffic, four lanes of traffic, try to stay out of the middle lanes as much as you can. Okay. Because that's where you can get boxed in. You know, I've seen it. I've read about it more than I've seen it. Places where people were driving and they pulled up to a stop sign and they got boxed in and it was on purpose. They box the people in on purpose so they can carjack them. I've also seen situations, mostly in the cities, it's not out here that I know of yet, where you'll have uh, somebody pull in front of you, slam on your brakes, and then you tap them in the rear end. And then while they're, you get out of your car to see how bad the damage is, you want to call a cop, they take your car, and they're gone. Wow. So, you know, try to put yourself in a situation but things like that do not exist. Um, <clears throat> if you have a choice before to park, now you can't, you don't have any choice of what happens after you leave your vehicle. But when you drive in, you find a parking place, don't park next to a car corral because you're, bar- you're blocked in. And don't park next to a big van. Again, you're blocked in. And you can't see what's happening on the other side. Interesting. You know, try to make sure that you're aware of what's going on. Now, anybody can pull in, in the next parking spot next to you when you leave. But when you're pulling in, try to avoid that stuff if you can. Just little things like this. Situational awareness. Yeah. 
Okay. Okay, I think in the past we've touched on this. When you're in hot and cold weather, if you've got children, you want to take them, put them in the car, lock the doors. If you have remote start capabilities on your vehicle, start the car so that they get heat or air and they're comfortable. Go to your trunk, unload your packages, load, uh, lock the door again, put your car away, and get out of Dodge as quick as you can. Yeah, you got to protect those kids. You're, as a parent... Or as a spouse, your primary job when you're out is to protect your loved ones. And, you know, get those kids where they're safe. Get your wife where, they, where she's safe. Protect them. Uh, if you think you're being followed when you leave the whatever establishment you're in, don't, uh, especially if you live in a small town, don't go to the police station. There's usually nobody there. They're out on patrol. Interesting. So what you want to do is go to a place where you know somebody's there. Go to a hospital. Go to a fire station. Go someplace where you know somebody's there and lay on your horn. If you lay on the horn, somebody that's been tailing you is going to go. And then somebody inside that business, whether it be a, a, a fireman or whatever, is going to come out to see what's going on. Makes so, complete sense. Yeah, so that's about what I've got for tonight. Next week, we're going to talk about banking. Banking? Yeah. But see, so we, you and I were talking before we yeah. started about, um, I know that you're a dog lover. Yep. And you're saying that as far as personal safety around your home, are, are we going to have a session where you get into your locks and your garage door openers and your things, dogs and animals and pets? And we can, uh, and I can put something together on that. I don't have that. Plan, but I can put it together for it. I think it'd be cool because, like, you know, like, for instance, my daughter, sometimes she's at home. Um, she works from home, or a lot of people are working mm -hmm. at home these days. You know, they're, they're, they're involved in their computers and they're doing this and they're really not right. necessarily paying attention. So perhaps we could talk about something like that. Sure. Just to give them a little more peace of mind. And one of the things we talked about would be animals. Yeah. So animals are a great way to protect your home. You know, my dogs. They'll hear stuff before I ever will. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, the youngest one, he hears something outside. First thing he does is he goes to the front window and sees what it is. I mean, he's... And he's it doesn't on. necessarily have to be a 300-pound dog. No. It, to, to provide yeah. a little bit of... Chihuahuas do the same thing. Yeah. They're, you know, as good as butts right at 100. You know, a five-pound chihuahua is going to bark just as loud and let you know something's out there. Because that's his domain. That's his safe spot. How about a 23-pound dachshund? <laughs> Can you test well, it out, Mark? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, yes. he'll let you know. Yeah, he, he will let you know. Yeah. So that's some stuff we have coming up. Yeah. What, what's session four going to be about? Uh, session week? four is about uh, uh, banking. Banking. Okay, yeah, yeah. We talk. And five, we're going to talk about uh, traffic stops. Oh, okay. Very nice. Yes. You get stopped by a police officer. What to do and what not to do. Well, thanks for joining, guys. Thank you, Cecil. And, boys, thanks for coming in. And uh, hope this was a benefit to you guys. Be safe. Keep looking up. Yep. We will see you here, there, in the air. Yep. Have a good one.